Hello and welcome to the Fit Life with MJ podcast. I'm your host, MJ, a certified personal trainer, advanced nutrition coach, and qualified group fitness instructor with over a decade experience in the health and wellness industry. I'm also the creator of my health, body, and lifestyle transformation program, Forever Fit. The Fit Life with MJ podcast is a collection of motivational, inspirational, and informative chats made up of a mix of both solo episodes from myself, plus interviews with many inspiring health and wellness professionals to teach you everything you need to know about living a healthy, balanced, fun lifestyle, staying motivated and in control of your mindset, and also how to avoid falling victim to the many gimmicks of the health industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And if you get value from this one today or any other episode, please hop over to the review section of the platform you're listening on, follow us, and give us a five-star review to help us reach and inspire more people. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are, and your day is about to get a whole lot better. Listening to this episode is going to absolutely light up your soul. I have been looking forward to having this chat with Miss India Vine for such a long time. And now here it finally is for you to enjoy and for it to enlighten you, brighten up your soul and open you up to some new possibilities for you and your life that you may not have thought were quite possible for you. India is a magnetic alignment coach, and to a lot of you, you might be thinking, what does that mean? Well, it means that she is an absolute expert and queen when it comes to aligning yourself with the right energies and vibrations that you need and implementing mindset tools to help you realize that you can achieve the best version of yourself that you want to be and that you really can have whatever you want in your life. So listening to this episode is really going to help you understand a lot more about how India does that, just how possible stepping into a higher version of yourself really is. And if anything, just brightening your day and making you feel a whole lot better about yourself and your life and the world around you. So sit back and enjoy listening to India, just dropping truth bomb after truth bomb and me just holding on for the ride because there is not a moment of this podcast where I was just not absolutely on the edge of my seat, hanging on to every word she said. So enjoy. Hello, beautiful. (laughs) Hello. I am so excited for this chat. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? (laughs) It has. I'm super excited to be here. It sounds like it's going to be so much fun. It, I really feel like it will be. I mean, it's for everyone listening. We've already been chatting for about half an hour, just catching up. Totally. <laughs> totally. And we can tell this is going to be a great chat. So if you are into manifestation, if you love feeling aligned and you want to be the best version of yourself, this is going to be a good episode for you. <laughs> yes. So well, I've been following you for I don't even know how long now. And I love everything about what you do, what you're about But what I would love for you to do for us today is start out by just sort of explaining about yourself, about your lifestyle, um, where you've come from and and what got you into doing what you do now. Totally. So 
how I kind of got into the world of, I guess you could call it, you know, the personal development space, spirituality, manifestation, energetics, all of the beautiful stuff that I get to work with now is a classic story of just a bit of a dark night of the soul type situation. Actually, it's quite synchronistic, this whole podcast, because how I got into it was actually a very, very toxic relationship with food and my body that developed just, you know, the classic, you know, childhood trauma, being overweight, that then led to, you know, starting to work on my own fitness, work on my own health, which I think it was around 2014. And this was the, you know, highly, highly strict clean eating, counting every calorie, all of that sort of, you know, really, really intense lifestyle that I got really caught up in. But I I got caught up in it from a wounded place. You know, I hadn't done the work on myself. So I wasn't chasing my own health and fitness as a way to empower myself. I was doing it from a very wounded place, which meant I very quickly developed, you know, eating disorders, orthorexia, very much on the verge of, you know, anorexia and all of these things, just because I was looking for something outside of myself that, you know, in hindsight, I can see I was never going to find in the mirror. But that's where I, I genuinely believed just through, you know, our own conditioning, our own experience of life. I genuinely believed that my success, my happiness and my worthiness came from what I looked like. And that was because I hadn't really found my purpose in life. I hadn't really found that thing that I was good at or that I really liked doing. I wasn't a great student. I, you know, school just wasn't really my thing. I dropped out of school when I was I think I was 16 years old when I decided that this is not long, no longer for me. And I was really lost in that. I also fell pregnant at the age of 17 and had my little girl at 18. So there was a lot going on. There was, you know, I've had a baby, I've dropped out of school, I'm overweight, like all of these different things, which just led me to feeling so lost. Again, that's how I found health and fitness. But from a wounded place. And I remember it was probably four years of me being in this place of, you know, restricting everything I ate, overly obsessed about my body, overly obsessed about my appearance, you know, complete control, complete fear in every aspect of my life. Because I always say how we do one thing is how we do everything. So not only was I controlling Yeah, not only was I controlling my food and my exercise and just in such self-loathing, it was just rippling into, you know, motherhood, into every area really. And I had this point where I actually recognized that there was a problem. And before then, I didn't think there was a problem because back then it was quite normal to talk about, you know, clean eating and how clean can we get it and how much, you know, how can we restrict our calories even more and do more cardio and all of the things. And I had this moment where I was like, there's actually something wrong here. Like this isn't how life is supposed to be. But I also knew in that moment, I have no idea how I'm going to fix this because I was so stuck in that. Like I felt so stuck in how I was living my life and so stuck in that control that I remember I didn't, I had no concept of spirituality or anything like that, but I remember almost setting like a prayer to just say, I need help. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I need help. And over 
you know, the next couple of months, there was just a lot of what I didn't know then, but what I know now is a lot of divine synchronicities and divine interventions of, you know, the right books falling into my lap and the right, you know, finding the world of podcasts. I didn't even know what that was. It was back in, you know, I think it was like 2016 where podcasts weren't huge then, but finding podcasts and hearing that other people were in the same position and that they got through it, you know, through things like self-love, through things like mindset, through things, you know, all of the world of inner work. And I really woke up to this world of personal development. And I say it saved my life, not in the way that I ever thought that, you know, I was depressed or suicidal, but in the way that it woke me up to what was possible because who I was then, I wasn't truly living. I was completely controlled by fear, by wounding, by trauma, by all of the things that we go through, through the human condition. We're all going to have these experiences. Everyone's going to have varying experiences and be different, but I wasn't truly living. I was completely caught up in a world of being so stuck in my own mind and such in a prison of my own mind and once I saw that there was a new way not only did I start to you know rapidly shift who I was as a person but it was very clear to me that this all happened you know as they say in that classic way it all happened exactly how it needed to for where I am today And so ever since then, it's just been on a journey of expanding more and more and more and growing and evolving. And that's looked very different over the years. How I do things now is even different to how I did them five years ago. But I really do think that you get to these moments in life where you do get the opportunity to wake up to how different life can be when you go inward. And it's really that I really do believe that everyone should have the opportunity to do this, to go inward, to get that, to get that, I guess, awakening, you could call it, to how life can be. And some of us are there and some of us are not yet. But if anything, it's just sort of showing that life is always, you know, working. If you are available to it, life is always working out the way it needs to and the way it should, you know. I Love. I was just like gripping onto every word you just said then. Mm-hmm. And that was such a deep intro into like what what brought you to where you are now too. Like a lot of people wouldn't be able to recognise that within themselves and mm. allow that to be the, their awakening and the thing that leads them yeah. through it. Because I, I can really resonate with what you just said about like the eating disorders and the Mm. body dysmorphia as well and things like that like I yeah. that's what, what got me to where I am so I yeah I guess that's why we sort of have um found similar paths in this um sort Definitely. of coaching lifestyle but also you know wanting to help people but also being so in tune mm. with alignment and being mm. vibing with the energy of your body and what's what's right and feeling and manifesting and because I started out yeah. with eating disorders as well I was you know heavily restricting calories trying everything I could to lose weight when I thought I needed to and yeah then once I that's what got me into fitness is because I I finally found something that got me in control of my body I learned Mm -hmm. how to nourish it and how to get fit and get into shape and then once I realized I had that control I just thought yeah there are people out there who are exactly where I was and I need to help them. And 
totally I feel like that's exactly what has happened for you as well you sort of found that light Mm. you realize that other people wanted the same thing and needed the same thing exactly yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely and Mm -hmm. so when I guess what's what's probably the most fulfilling thing for you when you do help the people that you help I think I think what I always come back to is the fact that we're always going to be coming up against the same thing and that is ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? So no matter what, no matter where you're at in life, no matter how much of this work you've done on yourself, the only thing that's a constant is that you're going to have to keep coming up against yourself. And what I think is the most fulfilling thing for me is actually seeing people not get to this place where their life is, you know, rainbows and butterflies and they don't have a problem in the world, which is a massive misconception of this work. It's actually seeing them get to a true point of empowerment where they understand how their brain works. They understand how growth works in life, how, you know, the universe works in life. And you almost get this opportunity to, press the restart button and start over in the driver's seat, right? So it's actually seeing people take back, you know, the dreams that they'd once, you know, let go of because they thought that it wasn't a possibility for them because of all the limiting beliefs and the stories we have around things. It's just seeing people actually understand themselves at such a deep level and create such a connection within themselves that they quite literally start to create a life that seriously never, ever they thought, you know, was a possibility for them. And I think, you know, I mean, this job is incredibly fulfilling because you get to, you get to witness people grow every single day. But I think more than anything, it's actually just watching people remember who they are at the core of them, because I really do believe that that's what happens. We get thrown out into this world as you know completely authentic whole fulfilled little babies not a worry in the world you know love who we are you know our chubby little cheeks we're we're totally perfect and then life happens you know and our little brains are like sponges when we're that young and we're soaking up all of this information and perceiving it and warping it in our own little way and through that I mean, that's the human condition. Everyone's going to have that experience. No matter who you are, you're going to be conditioned and programmed and experience trauma and wounding and all of the things. And we forget who we are through that. And I think the most beautiful thing is, is watching people wake back up to who they truly are at the core of them and how powerful they are. And instead of outsourcing that power to, you know, things around them in, you know, from what maybe they used to think was where their worth lied and, you know, where their happiness lied and actually seeing them take their power back and wake up to who they are and really, really reconnect with their true authentic selves. I think that is the thing that, you know, it's still to this day, it it moves me. It's such an emotional thing because everyone, I mean, if you look at, all the population so many of us have completely forgotten who we are and we will continue to keep doing so but watching that moment where people wake back up to the visions on their heart they let themselves explore who they are and what they desire and you know the who they want to be 
-hmm. and they actually go after that because they now realize that it's a possibility I think that's the thing that just you know it drives me for sure oh I I don't know which part of that I loved the most (laughs) (laughs) I really I totally know what you mean too and especially in this social media day and age it's so easy for Mm. your own self-worth to be diminished because what you feel Mm -hmm. like you're seeing is everyone else doing better than you because they're only highlight reel and it can feel so Mm. easy I feel it myself sometimes um I have to bring myself in just feeling absolutely like I'm watching everyone else's highlight reel but forgetting that there is a behind the scenes and that you know they Mm. are just the same as me totally yeah so oh there would be so many people out there that just need you in their life. <laughs> <laughs> just be able to bring them back and just realise that, you know, you can be the best version of yourself. Totally. And, and there, yeah, there is a way to tap back into it. And I feel like a lot of that comes into um, health and fitness as well. Like a mm. lot of the girls that I work with, I end up talking to them about similar things like that, like, um, yeah you've got to be mentally aware of what drives you, what triggers you and understand on a deeper level, how your brain and how your body works just so that you can Mm. change any bad habits at the root cause. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Well, self-awareness is self-awareness is really the um, ultimate superpower really. And, and the difference between, you know, cause I do, I do recognize that, you know, if I was listening to this podcast before I'd done any of this work or before I'd explored this within myself and I heard the term self-awareness, I'd think I don't really understand what that is. Mm -hmm. But the difference that I'm talking about is when we are not self-aware, it is the survival mechanisms of our brain that are running the show, meaning it's completely habitual. The way that we think, the way that we do things, it's habitual And it's also a lot of the time driven by fear. So it means, it means we're constantly coming back into narratives because the the number one wound that pretty much everyone carries as a human being is the wound of not being good enough in some kind of way. And when we're not aware that we carry that wound, it's our brain's job to generalize, distort and delete our life based off of the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So if we have a really big core belief that we are not good enough because we got some kind of perception of that in our childhoods, which can come from the smallest of things, you know, it can come from a a little kid running up to us in a schoolyard and putting us down just, just for no reason. But in, in that moment, we decided that we're not good enough. And we've, we've decided that ever since then until we wake up to this. Mm. And that's the difference with, you know, having that self-awareness of like, Oh, so my brain is actually seeking evidence of that. My brain is actually generalizing and and distorting and deleting, warping my life essentially from that belief system, which is why we've consistently, that's why we're consistently doing things in our life and we've got to check in. This is that piece of self-awareness. We check in in our lives and really ask ourselves, what are we still doing in our lives from that lens of not being good enough? And what are we not doing in our lives because of that, that belief that we're not good enough and starting to wake up to the fact that, that none of those things are reality. Yeah. It's just our brain's job to, to keep us in the identity that it's created for us. And a lot of that has come from childhood. 
And a lot of that comes back to this wound of not being good enough. And when you start to wake up to some of this stuff, you start to get that self-awareness of like, oh, so that's why I think like that. And that's why I have beliefs like that. And, you know, sometimes we start to, when once we get that first little piece of awakening to that, it'll domino into, you know, all sorts of areas, but we have to check in with that self-awareness. Like, are we actually observing our minds? Are we actually okay. observing the thoughts that we're having, the beliefs, the stories around things, our actions, our behaviors, or is our mind running us? You know, are we letting life determine things for us? That's really the the little switch there. Oh my gosh, that was just an absolute truth bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that. And a lot of people, um, they they just they do they exist in that staying stuck in letting mm-hmm. their brain well they don't realize that it's happening that they that it's their brain exactly. telling them these exactly these lies yeah and subconsciously mm. holding themselves victim basically yeah absolutely and absolutely perfect people, way of putting it yeah I, I can guarantee there's a lot of people that are probably even going to listen to this episode that would not realize that that is one of the things that what you do helps to them to break free of because it's yeah, not absolutely that comes to the front of the mind when you hear, you know, magnetically aligned, when you hear like manifestation, you think, oh, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm just going to sit down and wish for something and it's going to happen. It's so much deeper mm. than that. It's so much deeper. completely freeing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what it, it's about. It's about freedom, right? Mm. I always say that the world of manifestation and how I particularly, you know, teach and, and guide people through this world is not just to acquire a bunch of stuff right because if we're just acquiring a bunch of stuff without actually looking at what's going on within we are who we are right now with the stuff around us you know I always say that if you just got the house or you just got the car or you just got the relationship and you were how you are right now you wouldn't you wouldn't feel fulfilled right? It's actually that journey of becoming the version of us that we need to be in order to align our frequency and manifest that thing that we want. That's, that's the true journey. Like that's the true, and as cliche as it sounds, you know, it's not the destination, it's the journey. It really is true. And it's also, you know, like you said, it's not just sitting on the couch. I mean, everyone's going to have different concepts of manifestation depending on what they've learned about it I mean there's been a lot of spiritual teachings where (laughs) it does go back to that you know just sitting on the couch and wishing you know for things but how I like to teach it is an actual journey of empowerment to get to this place of freedom not only within your life but within yourself right really like you said break you free from those old patterns that keep us in that very low vibrational state and that keep us unaligned from who we truly are. It keeps, you know, that disconnection from who we truly are. And mm. I think the magic actually comes when, and I get this feedback all the time, I get people working with me and they manifest all sorts of magic stuff, you know, stuff that they never could have imagined. But at the end, they'll always come back and say, but it's who I've become that means the most to me, oh, you know? Yes. Yeah. And you're exactly right. Like it just, I mean, of course you are, you <laughs> this is what you do (laughs) like you're a pro at this and it just oozes from you like Mm -hmm. just even opening yourself up to believing that you can have what you want exactly is is one of the the first things that I yeah and I 
oh, I just even feeling so much more aligned just even talking to you about all of this right now. <laughs> I feel like um, there's there's probably a lot of people who, and I say this quite a lot, I don't know if you feel like it's true as well. Um, mm. I'd love your opinion on it too, I guess, um, mm. in terms of how our brains actually work when it comes to beliefs and what we allow yeah. ourselves to, to believe and go into. Um, mm. Our brains are predisposed to seek out negative things to to focus on the negative things as Mm -hmm. a survival mechanism yeah so a lot more aligned to see the bad before the good focus on the bad before the good and that seems to just overwhelm our brains and something that I've actually been told once was that um, the news and the media know this and so in order to Mm -hmm. sell more of what they do Yep. They put the negative stuff, they push the negative stuff more because it attracts more attention and it makes more sales. Most definitely. Just Most makes definitely. us more susceptible to the negative things going on in, in the world and, and around us and keeping us stuck in that negative closed off vibe. Totally. So um, with the world of NLP, which is something that I um, am certified in, they talk about, which NLP basically means language of the mind. And what they speak about is the fact that 98, I don't know the actual percentage, but let's say 98% of the population is in what what is called a negative trance. So they're actually stuck in in almost like a hypnotic state. They're actually not even in their body. It's almost like a hypnotic state of being in that more negative bias. And just like you said, you know, we are constantly being programmed and conditioned through that trance because absolutely the big the big people in this world are very aware of how the mind works and are using it every day which is one of the reasons why it is so empowering to wake up to how powerful we are as human beings to wake up to how powerful our subconscious minds are to wake up how powerful you know our higher selves are and our connection to the universe because you actually start to see that playing out and because you've awoken from that negative trance, right? So it's it's always just reminding ourselves to have that self-awareness of, you know, I always say that what we are, you know, what we consume is what we become. We know this yeah. in nutrition and, yeah. you know, the way we eat, but it's so much more than that. It's the people that we hang around with. It's, you know, the TV programs that we watch. It's the books that we read. It's everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure in the world of the motivational speakers and all the things we always hear about, you know, the five people that you hang around with most yeah. is very much, you know, who you're going to align your energy with and frequency with and you probably won't surpass those people, mm. right? But it's more than that because, you know, I know a lot of people listening to that and looking at their lives and go, oh, the five people I'm hanging around with, you know, they might not be the most inspiring people and that's okay because what we can start to tune into is it's what we're consistently feeding our mind with. So what are you listening to? What are you, how are you spending your time? Are you watching things on TV that don't, that don't make you feel good about life that, you know, don't empower you. I'm so particular with what I'm, you know, watching with what I'm listening to, with what I'm reading, you know, just like I spoke about with being in this negative trance, before we go to bed, our brainwaves are in a completely different state. So if you're watching 
you know, the news or if you're watching something that is disempowering. I'm even talking about, you know, <laughs> the beloved cr- crime shows that people, you yes. know, people love their crime shows and all these things, which it, there's a time and place for it. But we've just got to consistently be tuning into if you view everything. So how my world works, how I, you know, how I view life, how I do life and how I teach other people to view things is at at the end of the day, everything around us is just energy, right? Mm-hmm. that's really the world of manifestation. Everything is energy. So you can look at a solid table next to you and think, oh, that's a solid piece of you know wood. If you broke it down to its smallest form, it's just energy. Everything is vibrating. Everything is energy. So what you are tuning into, you're aligning your frequency with that thing over and over and over again. So if you're aligning your frequency to the programming of fear, if you are aligning yourself to crime TVs, uh, uh, TV shows all the time, not to say there's anything wrong with that, but it's actually tuning into, is this serving me, the person I'm becoming and how I want to feel within my body? Because just like people are listening to this podcast, what is happening is they're actually aligning with our energetic fields, which is why you said before when you said, I feel even more aligned listening to this because it's, it's an energetic exchange. Yeah. It's our frequencies are aligning and we're doing this all day, every day. And a lot of people are in very toxic environments, not actually considering how much it's affecting, not only when they're in that environment, but when they go home for the day or, you know, I mean, everyone's in different situations, but we, when we start to wake up that things are just energy And that if you want to feel good, you've got to be looking at the frequency of the things that you're doing in your day-to-day life and actually tuning into, is this serving the person that I'm, you know, that I desire to become and how I want to feel. And and we've got to get clear on who it is that we desire to become, which again is quite a deeper process because if we haven't actually awoken to what's possible for us, it can be difficult. But if you can get to this place of, I desire more for myself. I desire to feel better. I desire to love who I am as a person and feel good about the life I'm creating. One of the most simple things we can do is actually tune into our daily actions, what we're doing each day, what we're consuming, tune into the frequency of it and ask yourself, is this serving the person that I am choosing to become? Yes, so much yes. I absolutely (laughs) love that. And there will be a lot of people out there who probably don't really buy into the whole manifestation and energy alignment thing. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, I do, I kind of feel a little bit sorry for them because they might be staying stuck in that stagnant energy, not realizing that all they've really got to do is realize that you, you don't have to physically be given something or do something in particular physically to change your outcome. You can just open yourself up and align yourself with things vibrating on the way totally. that you want to be on. Like I notice just even um, obviously as a, as a coach, I have a coach. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. Like I've, I've got, I've come and gone from different coaching um, programs. I'm back mm-hmm. in the same program mm-hmm. as um, my first business coach now, purely because I want to align myself with the energy of the people who are totally. in this environment. Yeah. And absolutely. You want to be yeah. in that energy. Yeah. You've got no choice. One of the, to, vibe that way totally it's one of the smartest things you can do is actually look at you know if what I was saying before about the five people that you hang around with the most if that's if you're listening to that and you're going again because I've not always been around five people that inspire me like it's it's that's a difficult 
place to be in if you're just purely looking at your at your friends. But if you're actually tuning into, I mean, we've got to look at that and ask ourselves, are these friendships truly aligned? Are they filling my cup? Am I leaving feeling expanded or contracted around things? Am I leaving feeling, you know, better than I came or worse? Yeah. And then we just start to align ourselves with people like mentors, you know, hiring a coach or having a mentor is the quickest way to rapidly expand your growth. But if, if someone's not ready for that and someone's just at that point of like, okay, I just want to start out, you know, listening to podcasts every day, listening to audio books, following people on Instagram that you're not comparing yourself to, but you're being inspired by, you know, and I'm sure if a lot of us could look, you know, scroll through the people that we're following and look at, you know, why I'm actually following that person. A lot of the time it's not coming from an empowered place, but if we just start to make these little micro shifts of, you know, like you said, energy. And for those who aren't available or open to this, that's perfectly fine. I, I do believe that some people didn't come into this lifetime to wake up to this knowledge or this this way of being. And I always remember that. And I always tell my clients this as well, because they'll, you know, they'll have that experience of I'm, you know, changing my life so rapidly, but, you know, the person, you know, my friend or my mom or my sister or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whoever it is, they don't understand it. How, what do I do to help them understand it? And I say, nothing, Mm. you do nothing. You just keep doing you, Mm. you keep doing you. And if those people are supposed to come on the ride with you, they will, as long as they support you, it's totally fine. Just do you and through energy as well. When we are in someone else's vibration, we will not like unconsciously that person will start to shift as well. But coming back to the people who aren't necessarily, you know, available for this, even starting to look at it in a complete scientific way as well, because all of this can be proven by science. Yeah. And that's when, that's when things really, really, you know, Albert Einstein was studying this yeah. a long, long time ago and is very famous for the world of, you know, all of this stuff. Uh, Joe Dispenza, one of the absolute... Yes absolute heroes of personal development who's all about the science who teaches about the quantum field which is essentially teaching about the world of energy that we live in and manifestation you know it can seem so wacky and so woo-woo but like you said if the people who are going I don't know if I'm available to that I don't know if I'm open to that it's just another story that keeps them in the victim of their life you know because it is hard it is hard actually learning the world of manifestation because the first step in all of this is taking 100 100 responsibility for your life yeah which a lot of us are not available to do 100 yeah. percent, and i feel like a lot of that going back to what you said earlier um about how it can stem from something as small as the tiniest little thing that happens in a schoolyard as a child that exactly. then they've formed this limiting belief which puts them in a mm-hmm. state of fear of yep. but what if i succeed yeah, totally. What if I can't handle it? Or what if I fail? Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try. What if totally. I set so, myself these hopes and I don't achieve them and then I let myself down? Like, yeah, exactly. I think get, yeah. And it's our brain's job to do that, whether it's the fear of success or the fear of failure. All of those stories, they're coming back to the same thing. They're not, none of them are our stories. No. None of them is at the truth of us, at the core of us. None of that is what we genuinely believe. That is our brain doing its job to keep us small, to keep us stuck, to keep us in what's familiar. Safe. And what's familiar and safe is 
a lot of the time very, very uncomfortable, but to the subconscious mind, that's its comfort zone. So a lot of us are listening to these thoughts of, but what if this, but what if that, but what if I don't, you know, do good enough? Or what if I fail? Or what if I embarrass myself? Or what if this person judges me? And they're listening to that thinking that's the truth, thinking I genuinely need to think about these things because what if, you know, Mm When we're waking up to the path of our higher selves, which is a lot of the work that I do, that's when we actually recognize that's our brain's job to do that. Mm. And it's our job. It's our job to come back to our truth in that moment and do whatever it takes to move forward, whether that's shifting and aligning to a new story around something, whether that's reminding ourselves that we are supported and held by the universe, which is something I come back to all the time, whether that is just choosing to feel the fear and do it anyway, the number one key to success, like no matter what anyone says is moving forward. All we need to do is make sure that we are doing the work that allows us to do so. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's our brain's job to keep us stuck. Mm. So it's our job to figure out how we can move forward in our power, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like take you're going to be in a state of existence no matter what. Like you're, you're comfortable mm-hmm. in this state of discomfort and, and being stuck and unhappy. All you've got mm-hmm. to do is make that shift and, and that tiny little feeling of what might be uncomfortable in shifting to that new place, you'll be yeah. more comfortable in long term. Totally. Just ch- changing states basically, yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Something I noticed that I've actually mentioned before when I've done some talks um, for my followers and things is, um, I haven't actually done it as a, I don't think I've spoken about it on the podcast yet. I might've dropped it in somewhere, but um, mm-hmm. before I became a fitness coach and became really in alignment and in control of my health and, and fitness, um, I was working a regular, you know, nine to five job, a job that mm-hmm. I wasn't aligned with. I had, I just kept waking up every morning thinking, why am I busting my gut for someone else's mm-hmm. dream? Mm-hmm. I spent the entire day just thinking, when's my next meal? Like, because I obviously had all my meals prepped. What time am I going to make it to the gym? And that was all I kept constantly thinking about it. But because I was working in a job that wasn't serving my purpose, I felt Mm -hmm. I was suffering huge adrenal fatigue because I was living a life that wasn't aligned with my purpose and my desires. Classic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you would see a lot of people come to you that are suffering a lot of adrenal fatigue because they're in a state that they don't belong in. Absolutely. I I mean, that's that's a perfect perfect explanation of how I got into this like you know one of the things that actually helped me you know reset my mind was actually addressing the the hormones and the chemicals in my body because I was so burnt out trying consistently to be someone I wasn't yes and to get to this impossible standard that I had for myself and not being in love with my life. I think, I think, you know, someone asked me on Instagram the other day in a Q and a, what was the thing that helped you heal your relationship with your body and food the most? And I said, one of the things I mentioned was falling in love with my life, like creating a life that I was in love with because Mm -hmm. it took the focus off of myself, the self-obsession and the self-loathing away. And it helped me see a greater perspective. I say before I did this work, I was complete tunnel vision. All I could think about was myself, not in a, not in the way that I was choosing to, but only because I, I didn't know any different because I was so set on this idea of who I had to be. 
you know, for my own impossible standards. And it's just this idea that, you know, do people do come to me completely burnt out. A lot of mums do as well, completely burnt out because they don't realise they're living their life based off of how other people perceive that they need to and based off of other people's ideas of how they need to be Mm. or based off of not ever actually asking themselves what do they desire and who do they desire to be deep down. You know, yes. because I think a lot of people forget that we have the ability to ask ourselves that question, yeah. that that is our birthright to do so. And what comes up is the path for us to follow. But most of us are still outsourcing our power from, yeah. you know, outside of us. We're still looking at the logical 3D world outside of us and doing what our career counsellor told us to do at school or doing what our parents told us that we, you know, that's their idea of success for us or falling into a career just because it's what was easy and convenient and what they, you could do and never actually asking myself, asking themselves, is, is this what I want? Mm. Is this who I am? Is this all there is? And the answer is there's always more. Like there is, there is, I mean, we live in a world of infinite possibilities. That's what the quantum field is all about, which again is coming back to the science of manifestation is everything and anything exists in the quantum field in the form of energy. But most of us, you know, which is why we start doing the energetic work and setting our intentions and showing up in new ways in our life, because we start to align ourselves with that future version of ourself. Yeah. But most of us are still just living in complete, a complete robotic state, yeah. in complete survival and never actually questioning, never doing that self-reflection of, is this where I want to be? Mm. And if there, was, if there was more to my life, if I could have anything and the answer would be yes, what would I actually be asking for? You know, most of us, we've got this, we've got this infinite like buffet in front of us of having anything we desire. The universe is literally just waiting for us to say, hey, this is what I want. This is who I want to be. The universe is waiting, literally, I say this all the time, waiting for us to put our order in yeah. at, you know, the restaurant of the quantum field, that. whatever crazy analogy we want to say. I love it. And most of us are just completely like most of us are just sitting outside the supermarket or the the restaurant of the quantum field and never going in. Thinking we can't have it. You know, and and because and we're just not taught this way of life. We are taught such a such an old paradigm of how things work and such a limited idea of how things work. And taking your power back means waking up to the fact that everything is possible and that's not just a bumper sticker on the back of a car that is a genuine truth and when you start to ask yourself you know well if that is true who who do I desire to become what life do I desire to live that's the place to start yeah oh yeah so so much truth in that like it's it's just (laughs) it's sad how we're not we're not aware we're just by default we're just not aware of all of that possibility no. and not open to it because we're not aware that we're not open mm-hmm. to it. we just think that we're existing in this state and that's no, just, just survival i yeah. feel like you would see as well um with probably in yourself as well being a mum but also mm-hmm. with a lot of the mums that you would help i know i definitely see it with a lot of the mums i help 
that as soon as, and society has a lot to do with conditioning us in this way, but as soon as you have a child to take care of, you instantly think that everything you have has to go Mm -hmm. to that child or now you are just a servant to other people and you still get forgotten about. I I help so many mums who have decided that they're sick of putting themselves last and I'm sure you would do the same. Yeah, absolutely. I I have women coming to me all the time who are just completely complete shells of themselves mm. in complete depletion, mm. completely burnt out. And in so much guilt and so much shame around that, thinking that they're not, they're not enough as a mother that, you know, because we're just programmed and conditioned to hold so much shame, especially as women, women are so conditioned and addicted to shaming themselves for everything. And you'll see this because, you know, you see it in the collective because you start to see women who are shaming other women because it's a projection of the shame they hold within. And constantly I see mothers who are just in complete depletion because they have forgotten that, just like you said, that they are a woman as well as a mother, you know, and I, And a lot of women ask me, you know, a lot of mothers come to me and say, how do you do it all? And I say, I don't, Mm. I don't do it all. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't put on this and I've, I've, yeah, I've journeyed through my own wounding in this, that my own, you know, toxic masculine, like wounded masculine belief systems I had around things and being the super mom and being the super woman, which, you know, was once such a badge of honor and is now exactly the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are asking me all the time, well, how have you created what you've created with kids? And it's like, you know, allowing myself to realize that I am a mother who gets to live her life and doing so yeah. is exactly the the way I want to show my kids exactly. how life gets to be. You know, I have a little girl and I would hate to, for her to grow up thinking, all right, I'm a mom now, so that's it. That's, yeah. you know, or holding guilt and shame if she was going to make any other decision around that, which I've journeyed through myself. It is real. It has come through lineage. It has come through, you know, lifetimes upon lifetimes of us holding shame. I mean, if you look at the 1800s, women weren't allowed to work. Women weren't allowed to do anything. Exactly. So we're still holding on to that shame. And I had to journey through it myself and it just looks like, how can this work for everyone so that when I am with my kids, because I am a working mother and when I am with my kids, I am the fullest version of myself. Yes. You know, I am. And that again, sounds very cliche, but it's real. Like if you are not, if you are not giving to yourself, you cannot give to others. Boom. (laughs) And it's just the, and that is the reality in so many women will hear that and it'll land and they'll be like, yes, I get that. But then they won't make the changes, you know, and it's about asking for support. There are people in your life that will support you. Mm -hmm. Prioritizing, creating a budget for childcare. You know, so many people say I can't afford it, but it's like really tune into where are you spending your money and is it serving you? You deserve help. You deserve, and you know, so many women I know will get the daycare and then they'll go straight back to working straight away. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what they want, but it's this consistent conditioning around I have, if I'm not with my kids, well, then I better be working. Provided. You know, and it's just, yeah, exactly. And it's this constant, always giving, 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 giving. 
And yes. as women, we are as women, we relate to the divine feminine, which is a whole nother uh, conversation in itself. But the feminine is all about receiving. Mm. And when we're feeling very depleted in our system, when we're in burnout, when we are when we're in our wounding and feel really disconnected from ourselves, it's usually because we have disconnected from the divine feminine and we are in complete wounded masculine energy, constantly doing, giving to everyone else. Giving is a beautiful thing. Service is a beautiful thing as long as you are receiving as well. Yes. Yeah. It's got to go both ways. Yeah. Because mm. you, you can't pour from an empty cup. And no, like that sentence has been done to death, but that's because it rings true every single time. Like, absolutely, we, we're so conditioned to be wear this badge of honor of work yes. yourself into the ground and give, give, mm-hmm. give, and make sure that everyone comes before you. Yeah. That we feel like the, the fatigue and the exhaustion is the badge that we wear for having given so much. But at the end of the day, you, you're not giving as much as you would be if you were refilling yeah. the cup as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's probably a very common thing that we would both have to. Yeah, we see all the time. And I look, yeah. I've, I've journeyed through it all myself and I had all the same beliefs and all the same stories come up. But the difference is that's your opportunity to lean into the stories and go, oh, well, where is that coming from? Like at the core of me, do I really believe it is selfish to put my child into daycare? Well, absolutely not. Let's find, you know, other truths around that. Well, actually, it's a really good thing for my child to socialize. It means that when they come home, I can give all of my energy to my child, you know, just be there for them. I've experienced this and it's the energy you do something through that creates that three, that thing. Yeah. So when I put my kids into childcare, I did it from an empowered place so that my kids felt empowered as well. Yeah. And that. that means moving through some of the beliefs, moving through some of the programming, because it just is the way of this world that we, we have all these ideas of how things need to be and how mm-hmm. things work and how we should be this word should Honestly, if you delete the word should from your vocabulary, you'll start to see how much more aligned you are in your life. Yes, I love that. That I really just said that quite a bit. I do. I really love that saying. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So it's it's just about actually waking back up to your own needs Mm. and and not just as a, a mother, but, you know, as soon as you're not a mother a lot of the time people default straight into being a career woman and you know putting every bit of their self-worth into their career or their business and it's this constant outsourcing of who we are as a person putting who we are as a person into our outside life circumstances and it's about taking that power back yeah oh my gosh it's so much truth in that it's almost like we've become accustomed to enjoying the feeling of being punished just so that we can feel as though we're being seen to do what we think is required of us exactly because everyone and else we never so, will yeah because everyone around us we want to please everyone that we're surrounded by mm. and by doing that we have to give and elevate ourselves to do that but no one ever st- the people that we're doing that to help never stop and say but you need to do something for yourself as well because they're not worried about mm. what you're doing they're worried about what you're giving them <laughs> Totally. That's never totally. it's never at the front of mind to to refill yeah. it. Yeah, I mm. I totally appreciate that hundred percent. I mm. if someone was to come to you and say, 
they've never even thought about the world of manifestation or alignment mm-hmm. or energy energy or anything like that. I guess like mm-hmm. what you were saying before at the start, how you just said, I just need a sign, but I, I just don't know yeah. what. What would be your mm-hmm. first piece of advice to someone who knew they needed help but just didn't know where to start or what to look for? I think always, I always say start with intention. Mm-hmm. So because the thing is, is that, we are not on this earth alone. Mm. We are surrounded by, you know, and, and it's very frustrating because most people will, what I'm about to say, most people will say, oh, that's ridiculous. I don't believe in that stuff. Yet at the same time, they'll, they'll throw these little comments in of like, you know, that was a sign from this or, yeah. you know, I feel like I felt that person when they moved from the other side. I mean, deep down, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We all have a connection to our spiritual selves, every single one of us, even the person that, you know, poo-poos this in the biggest way. Every single one of us has a deep spiritual connection. And I always say, go to intention, right? We have we have spirit guides, we have angels, we have all sorts of things, you know, higher selves, the universe around us. And just waiting for us to wake up and go, okay, if, if what, you know, these, if what these women are saying is true, help me get onto that path and know that that intention is set. You know, there is for every, I always say for every supply, there is a demand, right? In the universal terms. So for every intention, there is an answer, but we have to set that intention and let it go and really trust what we are guided towards right? We have to, to, that's how we get on this path is we set the intention that I deserve more, that I'm ready for more, that I'm ready to feel good about who I am as a person or whatever that intention is. And you let that go and you trust what you are guided towards. And if all of a sudden someone's talking about a book to read or a podcast to listen to, or, you know, whatever it is that you're led towards, this is very much, I didn't, mine was all sort of not that it wasn't really coming from this place of awareness. It was just more like, I need help. Mm. I need to see things differently. And I didn't know what was happening, but I was quite literally on a path of me waking up to my truth, waking up to my power through, you know, everything that I was guided towards. Yeah. And if someone's listening to this right now and they're like this, I, I, I'm ready for more. I mean, yes, hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, always going to be super, super potent, super powerful, but we don't need to start in that place. We need to actually first find evidence, right? That there is something for us to follow. Because I always say like, we are guided to what we need always. If we are aware of where we are going or what we desire or our intentions, we are always guided to what we need. I have some crazy stories about that within myself. Like the, the synchronicities and the things that have showed up in my life and the people that have showed up in my life are just crazy to me still but it's because I've just consistently set those intentions of show me a better way like show me show me how I can get onto this path or show me how I can feel good about myself show me how I can you know get out of this world that I created and create one that I love yes always intention I always say I love that yeah and I I feel like that's where it's sort of um I feel the exact same thing happen in my life as well. I'll set an intention and a lot of it, I know there's um, a lot of people probably listening to this, just not even interested in journaling at all or writing affirmations mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I've set an, in, set an intention to do is every day mm-hmm. write my, my affirmations. Yeah. I used to do it, say, 
weekly, sporadically, but I'd always have them mm-hmm. in front of mind. I've actually started to decide to write them down every yeah, nice. without fail. Nice. And even just in the, the last week, I've noticed subconsciously my actions are changing. The things yeah. I'm yeah. doing, the yeah. way I'm doing it's very subconscious. are in mm. alignment. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realise is that it, it's a subconscious thing, but it, it transforms into the, the physical. Like you'll just... Totally. Without even noticing, start taking tiny little actions that align you with what it is that you need to get what you want. Absolutely. Because it's all yeah. energy at the end of the day. It's all energy. Every action that we take, every thought that we think, every, you know, everything that we are doing is communicating energy to the universe. That's how manifestation works. It's not like the universe is like, you can have this thing and you can't have this thing. It's just giving us more of where our vibration is, of where we are energetically. And just like you said, it's a subconscious thing. That's why a lot of the work that I do, we're making very conscious shifts, but majority of the transformation is completely subconscious. And people will come to me and say, I don't even know how this happened, but I all of a sudden just the way I was moving, the way I was doing things, the way I was speaking, it was like who I'd set the intention to become and all of a sudden I was her. Yeah. I was like, yes, this is the world of energy. This is yeah. the world of subconscious transformation. And and that's an important thing to hit upon really because a lot of us will be doing the things, you know, whether it's, I mean, I'm always, what I should say as well with the world of in, intention you know if you wanted to start waking up to this thing one thing that I suggest everyone to explore within themselves is meditation Mm -hmm. it's probably one of the biggest game changers in my life purely because I have I'm someone with or was someone with a very racing mind yeah so like could not differentiate (laughs) one thought to another um was completely in this like like it was like my world was on fast forward all the time. So if someone was like, you know, watch your thoughts and figure out what you're thinking. That was not a possibility for me because it was just so much noise and meditating. I mean, meditation is proven to actually change your brain and how your brain works and change your internal locus of control, which means you can respond very differently in your life because you've essentially slowed down the thoughts and created space within your brain we need space to actually be able to, you know, once we've set that intention, actually have that awareness of like, I've set that intention and things are shifting. So everything is very subconscious. Absolutely. So know that everything that you are doing adds up. Like if you're that person that's listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm going to set the intention to show me a new way or to wake me up to this or to feel like this, that's been heard and things will start happening very unconsciously, but take it a step further. Do you, you know, do you like meditating? You've got to do something that creates space. Not everyone's going to resonate with meditation. Like you said, some people will resonate with journaling. Some people resonate with getting into nature. We're doing things to create pockets of space so that we actually have the space for our future selves to start coming through because if we don't have that space again we're back in that survival back in that go 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 rushing like late to here late to there got to throw the keys in the car throw everything in you know rushing around you're not going to create space to shift into who you desire to be because if you don't have space in your life you're quite literally not creating space for anything new to come in yeah oh I love that. And that's such a good realisation for a lot of people as well that it's probably going to be a light bulb moment for a lot of people listening. Mm. It's going to go, oh, yeah, okay, I need to take a step back and I need to actually mm. get purposefully 
intent mm. with what I want to achieve. It's not just going to happen totally. because you had a fleeting moment while you were racing the kids out to the car. Like you, yeah, we've got yeah. to create the space for the transformation transformation to come through. So through the law of expectancy, which is a spiritual law of the universe, like whatever we expect to happen is exactly what will. So when we're setting those intentions and deciding to become, you know, do be and have more in our lives, we've got to expect things to show up. So we've got to create space for them too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't, can't put anything more in a full box. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Oh, if you want to change the contents of your life, you've got to take some things out that don't need to be there anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Alignment. Yes. (laughs) What's your favorite or do you have, do you have a favorite piece of advice that you've ever been given that just always comes back to serving you? Um, it's a tricky question, really. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that uh, it's a very, like, it's a very, I, it's, it's actually a title of a book, uh, Gabby Bernstein, who's a beautiful oh, spiritual teacher. She boy. has, she's gorgeous. She has a book called The Universe Has Your Back. And it sounds pretty cliche, but if you genuinely believe that, Like if you genuinely with every part of you believe that the universe always, not just when things are going good, but when things are, you know, when things are hitting the fan as well, if you genuinely believe that the universe has your back, it slows down a lot of that control. It slows down a lot of that fear-based way of living because you get to fall back into the arms of being supported by something bigger than yourself. And it also wakes you up to this fact that we're never doing anything alone. That's what I love about the world of manifestation. It's not so much about acquiring stuff. It's remembering that our, the smallness of our own minds isn't everything that we can actually be supported by doing things that there's a part of us that doesn't believe it's possible, but knowing the world of manifestation, even just the universe has your back knowing that wakes you up to the fact that more things are possible, you know, and actually gives you that level of belief to move forward with things that, you know, might not feel realistic or might not feel like a possibility for you because you remember that everything and anything is possible in the world of the quantum field in the world of the universe and the universe consistently has your back. Yes. I love that. I feel like we box ourselves in too much and just think I can Mm -hmm. never have those things because I was never destined to. It's just, that's a, yeah, exactly. It's an yeah. awesome story, massive yeah. story. I love that. I And I feel like just it, what you offer and the way that you can help people just come into that realisation, like thank goodness you coach <laughs> this because you are yeah. so good at it. But just the way that you talk about it, it just comes naturally for you. Mm. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it's I think uh, going back to sort of the purpose of things, I got a very clear download, which just means I heard my intuition very loudly, very clearly say, you don't need to know anything. You just need to do the thing, like just keep moving forward with this mission on your heart, which is, you know, helping people wake up to their magic, helping people wake up to their their power. And I've always had this level of me that knows that I'm just a channel. I'm just a channel for the universe, for anything to come through me like it's not it's not I don't feel like it's me doing this work I feel like I just create the space for it to flow through me I feel like the people that are supposed to come into my world always do it's a very sort of 
the way I live is very, I guess a lot of people would find this very strange, but it's just quite, quite literally divinely lined up. You know, yeah. it just channels through me and I just create the space for it to do yeah. so. And the, the person that you would have been when you were going through the struggles that you had before you came into this space never have imagined that you could have been where you are now and that just no way no way just how powerful it really is yeah I mean I was I was a 17 year old pregnant high school dropout never never passed a class didn't have you know if anyone asked me what I wanted to do with my life I would have said I I don't know it's not really something just genuinely genuinely hand on my heart thought that I was kind of just like a failure like just that's kind of who I was and it's just so funny because and I have so much love and compassion for my younger self and for my inner child and all of the different things and it's just funny because who I am now and who I was then you could not put the two the two of us in the same room and think they were the same person there's not a chance but again, it is just like you said, it's showing you that that nothing has anything to do with who we were, who we were born as, you know, how we grew up, our childhood, our circumstances, not even our current circumstances. Yeah. Our current circumstances have nothing to do with who we are becoming mm. unless we keep letting them. Exactly. You know? And just I feel like there anyone who is listening to this right now is probably just thinking, oh my gosh, hearing this episode is a sign. I'm ready to open up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I genuinely believe, yeah, I genuinely believe that divine intervention is happening at all times and that those who are led to particular things are led because they need that to awaken. They need that on their journey. Like I have 100% faith that the people that are led to this episode, there is, I mean, there is just no such thing as coincidences in this universe. There is just yeah. no such thing. There's synchronicity, but there's not coincidence. No, there's a reason for it. Absolutely. Mm. And just be opening, being open to receiving that and accepting it and saying, okay, how can I use this to take the next step? Mm. Totally. If there is someone listening now who is mm-hmm. just thinking, oh my goodness, I need to take this to the next level and and wants to talk to you about getting help with it, how can they, I know mm-hmm. you've got a course, how can someone inquire with you about getting help from you? Yeah, absolutely. So I do a range of different things. I do group programs, which are usually bigger programs. I'll do a big intake of people. Otherwise I'll do intimate mentorships where I work a little bit close, um, a bit more closer with people, or I'll do one-to-one coaching. I also have a podcast. I mean, I'm always bringing out different things right now. I have a signature program called Magnetically Aligned, which is currently, we're currently in the live round of that. There'll be more intakes next year, early next year. I'm about to start a mentorship, which is very close, intimate, little, you know, just a bubble of, or a container of support really. But I always say, start at the podcast. There's like 90 solo episodes of me just jamming out about this stuff. So start at the podcast. If you feel called to go deeper, there'll be all sorts of programs. I think I'll be running a program for a more magnetically aligns a little bit more deep, deep into this world. It's a little, maybe the practice, the principles in there are kind of that next level, but I am probably considering doing one next year. That's sort of just starting out. I have done one in the past where it's just taking, it's the purpose of it is 
for exactly what you're asking for. That person that's like, I'm ready to wake up to more. I just need the exact steps. I need the exact guidance. Give me the roadmap. So there are always different courses, different group programs that I'm bringing out. There's one-to-one coaching, mentorships, all sorts of things. So they can do any of that. Or if they're, if they're just starting out, the podcast is amazing as well. And the podcast is definitely worth a listen, guys. <laughs> I'll drop the link to the podcast in the show notes because I feel like if you need to start somewhere with aligning yourself even just like we've been saying to raise your vibration to Mm. elevate yourself to to a better version of what you want to become the podcast just being in the energy talk about it will open up yeah yeah and match totally I love that absolutely Oh my gosh, she's a busy yeah. mama, but she's driven. And because she's aligned, yeah. she's absolutely nailing it. That is why I totally. absolutely love, I just love following along your content, your stories, listening yeah. to your pods and just knowing that, you know, I guess what you always talk about, you know, you can be whatever version of yourself you want to be. You just have to open totally. yourself up to receiving the energies that can allow you to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, you just have to believe it's possible for you, which happens in an instant. You just have to choose it over and over and over again. It really shifts the minute you intentionally decide, I want this, I want to be this thing. It starts. Exactly. I love it. Oh, my gosh. This has been such a fantastic chat. I could go all day. (laughs) Absolutely. I know. I know. I'm the same. So, so warm, good, so warm and fuzzy right now. I feel like now that lockdown's <laughs> in, definitely need to make a coffee date. <laughs> sure, for sure. So fun. I know so it's been fun. such a crazy, crazy two years, but we made it. We we made it. We did. We came out the other side, and I think we came out better versions of ourselves. Totally, absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness, beautiful! Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been the greatest episode, and I cannot wait for everyone to listen and just feel instantly uplifted and aligned and ready to step into a more powerful version of themselves. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been absolutely amazing. Honestly, I could so wait. good. I could not wait. <laughs> Omg fam how amazing was that chat i don't even know where to begin i feel so enlightened and aligned after speaking with india i just knew that we were both gonna vibe so well and i'm guessing you can hear the smile on my face right now i really hope you enjoyed that chat just as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you and of course if you've got any questions off the back of anything that you heard us talking about here today, please don't hesitate to reach out to either of us on Instagram's probably the easiest. I am at MJ underscore FitLife and India is at IndiaVine, all one word. I will drop the links to her Instagram and her podcast in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself and be enlightened by all of the amazing content that that girl drops on the constant. Thank you so much for tuning in today, fam. And I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and got value from this episode. If you did, please remember to hop over to the review section and leave us a five-star review to help us reach and inspire more people to live their best lives. Also, remember any links mentioned in this episode are available in the show notes for you now. I cannot wait to speak to you again in the next episode.